0: You have reached the voicemail box of Game Thing, Season 6, Speed Running. You have 18 new messages. Wednesday, the 12th of July, at 6.02 p.m. This guy, this guy right here,
1: Pippin. Too big to pick up his phone when I call him. All right, Pippin, this is another voicemail from David for you. Um, And another pick from me for uh, our speedrunning rotation of games that we are now, after this one, halfway through. And um, I gave this a lot of thought. Speedrunning is a lens that on paper, I don't know if I agree with how it feels, but on paper it cuts out any sort of emotional and narrative ties to the game you're playing. It focuses purely on mechanics. And so I was wondering how it affects games that are so inherently soaked in meaning. And so I naturally thought of, and you and I will be finding out, uh, what speedrunning that dragon cancer is um, like. And Wikipedia says about that dragon cancer, the game is an autobiography based on the greens. Um, I guess if I was really prepared, I would have... uh, had both of their names. I've been emailing with half of the couple for a while, uh, Amy Green and Ryan Green. Um, So the game is an autobiography based on the Greens' experience of raising their son, Joel, who was diagnosed with terminal cancer at 12 months old. Though only given a short time to live. Joel survived for four more years before succumbing to the cancer in March 2014. It was initially developed to relate Ryan and Amy's personal experience with Joel when they were uncertain of his health, but following his death, they reworked much of the game to memorialize and personalize their time and interactions with Joel for the player. So That Dragon Cancer was developed and published by Numinous Games in 2016. The last time I played it was August 12, 2018, How Long to Beat, The Absurdities Begin Here, Um, says the game takes two hours to complete for all types of runs you can imagine. There's no listing for this game on speedrun.com. And since this is such a sensitive uh, game, I got Amy's Blessing. She emailed me in June. She said the game mechanics definitely fight the player's ability to speedrun it, but people still have. And she also said that there is a story to tell um, about the experience they had developing the game um, with the tools that allowed them to skip ahead while working on it and how that felt. Um, but she said she didn't want to color our experiences with it, and we'll share after we've speed run it. So uh, I know this will probably be an upsetting pick for you as a father, Pippin, and this is going to be a weird experiment. But uh, one, we're going to both be entering into with a place of... Um, sensitivity and curiosity, and,
0: um, let's find out. Wednesday, the 12th of July at 9.38 p.m. Hey,
2: David. Good evening from Montreal. That Dragon Cancer is a, it's a choice. Uh, It's not a game that I've ever played before. Um, but of course, I, I don't know if I should say of course, but it's certainly a game that I've I've known about since it um, since it was released. I actually remember going to a festival, a game festival uh, called Screenshake in Antwerp uh, one time, and there was a setup for the game in one of the rooms that was um, kind of set up like a like a kid's playground. Uh, with some sort of blocks and a little ride-on toy um, and a place where you could play the game. It might have been at a picnic bench, um, echoing one of the early scenes in the game, um, as I now know. Um, And at the time, I just kind of walked through it. I didn't really want to engage. And now, as an older person, (laughs) older person, I mean, as a parent, uh, as you said, with a kid who is in the zone of Joel's Age when this stuff was happening. I mean, you know, Felix is is four and a bit now, and um, that's right around. You know, you know, from Felix's birth to now is right around the same or a very similar timeline to the game. Um, kind of horrifies me to think of well playing it at all um, because I have found that I can't really watch horror movies anymore that feature little kids in danger. Um, and I think this qualifies in 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 some ways as you know as a form of horror. Um, but also a fear about speedrunning a game like this. Um, I know obviously you've you've spoken with them and they you know they give their blessing, but getting someone's blessing doesn't mean that you should do something. <laughs> um, and so I. Yeah, it kind of stresses me out uh, to think of speedrunning this this story. Um, so yeah, full of uncertainty. Curious. Um, I guess what your experience is like in these in this early going, where you want to take this. Um, I'll try and follow you. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm going to be treading lightly. And yeah man that's uh I, I mean I guess we'll see how it goes right
0: um, here we go Thursday the thirteenth of July at eleven eighteen p m hey pippin it's it's david um uh, calling you shortly after
1: having played through that dragon cancer for the first and i guess uh Well, it won't be the last time if we continue to pursue this together. And I think our somber tone and the things you said, uh, you speak for us both, you speak for me, and I think it's just very difficult to talk about that dragon cancer in this context for fear it may be in some way wrong... Immoral, maybe even amoral. So it's a bit absurd. I played through it, and uh, I clocked it an hour, 54 seconds, and in the time after that, before it, leading up to it, thinking about it, um, I found this article from 2015 in The Guardian where Ryan... Uh, So the headline is, That Dragon Cancer. Is it right to make a game about cancer? And Ryan told The Guardian, I see life as very game-like. Fighting cancer is like a game because you're trying to do just enough to kill the cancer but not hurt the child. You balance all the options, and it's a multiplayer game because you have doctors, nurses, and family all involved in this process of trying to keep your child alive. There are puzzles as well as simple mechanical tasks like administering medication, taking blood pressure, giving him food, or making him laugh. The difference is that in a game, if you've mastered the skill set, you can beat the level. For me, that's where the comparison stops. And then later in the article, he says, I think you'll find that people play it with their spouses, with their children, experiencing it together. That's important. That's how you win the game in our eyes, by having a deep conversation with someone afterwards by having, uh, sorry, <clears throat> by being able to talk about these important things. And like yourself, you know, this game was on my radar, and I had seen the ways it had sort of risen to prominence in the ways video games were allowed two years ago. And I think in 2023, you know, the game is largely remembered as um, a gravestone, a fancy mausoleum, and I think... It's worth exploring for a couple of things. You know, it would be one thing if you and I were like, LOL, speedrunning the game about cancer. I think it's just that, like, we can recognize there's a lot of complex shit to navigate in talking about this game, and it's worth revisiting. Um, It's worth recognizing that there's aspects of this game that cannot and should not be criticized because this was made as an act of healing. But also it's that strange thing of, you know, this is essentially a game where you move a camera around and you click boxes and that's sort of, that's sort of most video games in some ways. And I think if a game is speedrun resistant, you know, what does that tell us about speedrunning? Um... And that was sort of, you know, that was sort of my experience of playing this game all the way through, which is that often I had no clue what I was doing, what I was supposed to be doing. I mean, in fact, this is a game that really is all about, you know, it wants you to linger. And so speedrunning is, I guess, you know, a bit of a misframe, but it's a misframe in the way that, like, people do do this. And so if speedrunning games misunderstands the point of the game, then like what are games for? Like we talk about games all the time and like the violence in them and the addiction around them and we pretend that like you know, it doesn't affect us. Um I mean, I've seen some opportunities where you know, I think I could increase my my you know, improve my time. I guess, you know, I've asked you this question a couple times now, you know, like, what does speedrunning mean? And I think, like, in exploring this game, I think I really want to tease out, like, the competing drives in video games, you know. Is playing them really about optimization here? You know, is it about mastery? Is it really about being, doing, going somewhere something else as fast as you can. I mean, that sort of, I think, misunderstands a lot
0: about... Saturday, the 15th of July at 11.19pm. Hey
2: David, giving you a call a little later than usual for me. After a nice summer day, we went for a picnic um, and threw a frisbee around. Uh, But today, also, during the afternoon, I did manage to actually play that Dragon Cancer uh, all the way through. Um, And the way I managed to play it, or to get myself to play it, because I have been avoiding it, has actually been to really just embrace the speedrun thing, and to treat it more as a technical exercise than as... I don't know, as a game experience. Um, in part because, like, I guess in part I felt not let off the hook, but, you know, you're, you're reporting that part of the point of the game is to be having a conversation with someone else while you play it. And I, I mean this is perhaps ironic, given that you and I are having a, <laughs> a conversation about this game while we play it, but in a different kind of vein. Uh, but Rila's, uh understandably not keen to play this game, um, and I'm not obviously, I mean, I'm not keen to play this game either, but I um, I am playing this game. Uh, but at any rate, I just sort of feel like I'm not even in a position to to live up to what the game is sort of for and about right now anyway, and so rather than necessarily pursuing my guilty feelings about that I'm kind of trying to embrace the speedrunner's ethos um which I take to be anything goes in the name of speed and acceleration velocity uh, velocity rules um so yeah so that's the plan right now and and seeing what I notice about about playing uh, so just to, I guess like just to report the facts, I did a run in what I think was around forty six minutes twenty six seconds, uh which is fast um compared to the how long to beat stats on the game, which are closer to two hours for a playthrough um and i was I was going into this playthrough trying to play fast, so looking for anything I could skip looking for ways to exit scenes as quickly as possible, looking for ways not to, um, you know, not to engage with what the game is, which is a very strange feeling, um, and sort of makes me think in some ways, like, is speedrunning in part about running away from games as much as it is um, about running through them? So, yeah, let's talk... Let's talk technical turkey maybe about how one speed runs this game. Have you discovered anything? Uh, let's pool our knowledge and go as fast as possible um, because that's what
0: we're doing. Night-night. Sunday, the 16th of July at 12.44 p.m.
1: Hey, Pippin. Um, it would probably be good to linger, as I said, this game invites and say that um, that Dragon Cancer is a series of 14 scenes um, about the the couple's journey through this experience they had, um, through sequence and how they could fit together, how they do fit together. I guess it's sort of open to interpretation. There's a lot of voicemails, things from presumably they were going through it that they you know were documenting and holding on to and are presented in the game. Um, so nuts and bolts, that means there's just 14 scenes, and what's next for me to revisit is figuring out how to play through them faster, obviously. There were ones where you play as a bird, and I just couldn't figure out how to get out of them. I'm also thinking of turning down the graphics, um, which may accelerate things. But, you know, I wonder, when we play games usually, you know, are we always
0: compartmentalizing? Like, what's different here versus how you usually play? Friday the 21st of July, at 7.50 a.m. Thursday, the 27th of July, at 9.05 p.m.
2: Hey David, I was hoping to get you uh, to apologize for taking such a long time uh, to get back uh, on our our little adventure here, speedrunning that dragon cancer. Um, are we always compartmentalizing um, in, in games? Maybe not in all of them. I mean, I don't know that all of them need it. You probably don't have to compartmentalize Tetris. Um, but I do think often about violent games and, you know, I guess the clear compartmentalization that goes on there in that... People generally don't feel terribly disgusted by or horrified by you know, the stuff that we do in those games. Um, and I remember in fact talking to a, a close friend about this, who played a lot of first-person shooters at the time and was, was quite good at them. Uh, and he said that he kind of thought of it totally abstractly and, and that in fact it didn't matter to him that it looked like warfare and blood and so forth and it could have just been geometry. Uh, which I don't totally buy, but I mean, I do think that that points to this idea of how we, when it's maybe convenient to us or, you know, helps us enjoy the game more, we are able to kind of separate out the disturbing factors of a game from the sort of thrill of playing it. Uh, that Dragon Cancer, not so much, because I guess, I mean, the subject matter is one thing, but I think really at the heart of it is probably that you know who the people who created it are, you know that it's true, you know that it is very, very heartfelt, you know that they are trying to help you think through an experience and reflect on this terrible thing, and it's quite difficult to shove that aside and... And play the game in a different way. Not to mention, it's not really a game that you can play in a in a particularly um, different way. So, yeah, to me, that's the thing. I am finding speedrunning it incredibly distancing, but on my first playing, not so much. It was um, it was still pretty upsetting uh, at, on many occasions, as it is meant to be. So, you know it still works. Uh, I spent a bunch more time with the game. Uh, This evening, more seriously exploring, in particular, I I felt I'd found a kind of a skip glitch. I assume it's a glitch. Uh, Last time I was playing, and when I came back, I've I've been kind of poking at the game, trying to find it again, uh, and did find it. Um, And that enables me to skip uh, 11 of the 14 scenes in the game, uh, leaving only uh, on hospital time, dehydration, and Temple of God to actually play through. Uh, interests me actually that of those particularly dehydration is I think the most harrowing level so it's interesting that it's not skippable I I sort of wondered if that was on purpose or not it's it's you know it's the one with Joel uh, screaming um, on and on and on and the father describing how he's hitting his head on the bars of his crib presumably because his head hurts so much Uh, I mean it's just so awful oh my goodness but you can't skip it, so that's kind of intriguing. Maybe that's just karma. Um, I have a whole lot of thoughts about whether skipping is sort of legitimate, uh, how skipping relates to reaching the end of the game, um, and so on, but how are, you, how are you doing? I can see on Steam you've played for six hours, so you've actually spent a, a heck of a lot of time in this game. Have you discovered any movement tech? Are you getting any sense of what it's like to play Cancer fast?
0: friday the 28th of july at 1 p.m <laughs> play cancer fast um
1: actually sounds like and i've been wondering this as we've been going along not that we have to talk about it but can you tell me what the glitches that you've found and i wonder if there's something maybe you feel more from your uh you know, is it the philosophy background or the philosophy of code background that you have that sort of helps you find these exploits in games uh, so much more quickly? I don't know if it's quicker than me, but I think you and I have uh, maybe not typical play styles to begin with, but I'm curious, you know, and this is the essence of speed running, it's uh, many paddles to row, what's the glitch you found? And... Uh, I mean, I guess that's sort of the question. I can intellectualize it further, but I think we'll be doing more of that later. Um, I can't say that I've found a ton. I mean, I've done the ride a couple of times, maybe to sort of, on some level, numb myself to what it is. I've really just got sort of fleeting um, observations, which is the. One is no matter how much you try to skip past stuff in the game, what you're often doing is speeding along to some piece of technology, whether it's a phone to get some information, um, some hospital equipment, indeed, to get some information. Um, But I'm also, you know, I'm not really used to replaying games. I'm not big into rewatching movies. So the only other sort of passing observation I can make is like in my six hours, I think been thinking of my first playthrough of games now. as sort of like an audition for the real um, event. And then just very minute, mundane questions like speedrunning this. Do you hold down the mouse button? Do you do rapid click? I found it's sort of more of a splitting the difference of like a quick, 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 quick holding. Um, but why am I holding court when you skip past 90 plus percent of the game? Um, So tell me more, sir. Um, Glad to hear. I thought maybe you had lost the number. So, all right, Pippin. Onwards we go.
0: Bye-bye. Friday, the 28th of July at 2.52 p.m.
2: Hey, David. I'm calling you from my very important office. Uh, I'm now the chair of my department, so I have the chair's office. It's quite spacious. The glitch in question, it's tough to even call it a glitch. I think it's probably an oversight on the part of the developers. Um, and it's that if at the start of a scene, I think either at the scene announce or like generally part of the opening cinematic that um, I think all of the scenes have, you press N, <laughs> uh, it skips the scene. Uh, N for next scene, I take it. Um, which is not. I mean, I think it's actually it's it's a fairly interesting artifact to to think about because I wouldn't call it a glitch I would call it something that was left in the game by mistake uh, and I do think we should get in touch with them and let them know it's there because i I think they should take it out um it's i mean unless it's there on purpose, but I mean I think it's not in the spirit of the game to be able to skip scenes uh, like that um and as to how I found it, I don't think it was computer science or philosophy uh, or if it was uh, only in a very primitive sense i When I started playing the game, one of the first things I did was try to hit every key and mouse click and scroll wheel combination possible, kind of all the time, um, while also sort of trying to play the game, in the hopes that I would trigger something um, surprising. Um, And that happened, right? I found that I was hitting the end by mistake and gradually narrowed it down by kind of going through these weird kind of guitar style, stroking my finger down rows of keys, like I was strumming the keyboard... Uh, narrowing it down, narrowing it down. I spent actually a lot of time doing control and Z and enter and space in weird combinations, thinking that that was doing something, uh, but eventually I narrowed it down to, it's N. Um, and one thing I wonder is this even—is this even really an interesting or kosher speedrunning uh, technique? Doesn't feel like movement tech, uh,
0: does it? What do you reckon? N. Saturday, the 29th of July at. 12.52 a.m.
1: And, well, uh, I'll be damned, because I all this time I was thinking there'd be some incredible um, mind-bending trick. Uh, and I don't even know if trick is the word for it. I guess the semantics, the language of this all matters. Um, I mean, pressing end does not sound like that wild of a move. Certainly it's a lot easier than ABHing in Half-Life 2. Easier to spell that than to do it. Um, But really, you know, what you've done here is you've shortened this from being a game with 14 chapters in it to, um, as you mentioned, 3. Chapter 3, 11, and then 13. And 13 was one that gave me a bit of trouble before I even went so far as to look it up on YouTube to see what was going on. It's the sequence where you're in a church and you need to light some candles or press some keys on an organ. And uh, I found that that chapter, at least in my experience, although I wasn't doing this sort of, uh, you know, I think what you're doing, it's closer to QA, which are two other letters to add to the alphabet soup here. Um, and I guess another approach is sort of, I was doing another binary thing of figuring out like, how often could you progress simply by doing nothing? Uh, which was often the case in that Dragon Cancer when I was sort of stuck on how do I just speed along. I found that usually you have to like hold down a button and then do nothing or <laughs> just do nothing in the first place. And I suppose that's another side of this dice, this die that we're talking about, you know, is that is that interesting? Is it kosher? I mean... It's all in the eye of the beholder, right? Like I saw a documentary earlier this year, uh, earlier this year, earlier this week, which felt like a year, um, Running with Speed, which is all about speed running, and it's two and a half hours, and about two hours in, there's someone talking about how they burned out on speed running, Um, a streamer whose current bio on YouTube is not posting anymore, uh, Narcissa Wright, and she talks in the movie about... Oh, just the diminishing returns, questioning her motivation, the repetitive nature of the process of speed running that can make it easy to lose meaning or understand uh, what you're even chasing here. So, we've really been only up to this for a couple of weeks, and there are people who do this for a couple of years and they reach that conclusion. But, you know, we could talk about all that, but I think. All of this is still sort of an artful dodge as a way to not talk about what speed running this game specifically is like or having it blitz past you, just, you know, how that feels. So we should definitely get into that. May Pippin.
0: Saturday, the 29th of July at 9.05 a.m.
1: Hop in bed, boys. Let's go.
2: Boys,
0: get in bed. Saturday, the 29th of July, at 2.32pm.
2: Hey Amen. Yeah, it's funny that you talked about Chapter 13, uh, which is called Temple of God. Uh, that's the one I spent uh, quite a bit of time with this afternoon, trying to unlock its secrets from a speedrunning perspective. As you say, there's like, there's an organ that you can play keys on. There are candles that you can light that go out. Uh, there are overhead screens uh, showing footage of Joel, who is also up the front sitting on kind of where the altar is on a little green couch, brightly illuminated. Um, and so I was very much bringing, I think, yeah, a QA brain, quality assurance brain, um, and a programmer brain. And a, and a speedrunner brain, I think that they're all pretty related in that they need to think about the game not in terms of its meaning, but in terms of its construction. And in that level, the big thing I kept thinking about was the existence in the code of an if statement, um, a conditional, uh, that specified when the game would agree to transition from playing the keyboard and lighting candles through to the sort of final sequence of that level. And I spent, you know, I, I ran that level at least 10 times trying different combinations of candles and keyboard presses and looking at the, the projections, looking at Joel, et cetera, um, to try and figure out that if statement and figure out what it wanted uh, from me. And um, I discovered the sequence that seemed to work for me was you get up there, you light every candle. Uh, which triggers various audio files you immediately look down at the keyboard you hammer on a single key uh, about five times or so and then you idle as you were saying sometimes you need to do nothing to progress Uh, and if you do that you trigger this darkening sequence in the church and a kind of heavenly choir sings and when they finish and the lights come on um, and you don't do anything then you back away from the keyboard and, and the rest of the scene plays out so the fastest i've been able to do the temple of god our uh, entire scene is 3 minutes and, and 10 seconds. And I'm sure that that can be made faster, but I think that that's getting towards how fast you can do it. Um, and as you said, like how are we feeling when we do this? Well, this is a good scene to talk about, I think, because it's quite climactic in the broader scheme of the game, because uh, the little figure of Joel... Uh, vanishes during this scene. Um, He's brightly illuminated and then he's gone, and there's a sense of finality there, uh, although that's challenged in the next scene. Um, But because I'm thinking about the if statement, and I'm thinking about how to go fast and how to get the scene to end, uh, mostly I find myself thinking about that in terms of Unity and 3D models, like there's a Joel asset. Uh, When the Joel asset vanishes visually, is the Joel asset still there, or is it just unlit? Uh, How do the parents feel about having a Joel asset? Uh, Do they also have to have QA brain, speedrunner brain, in order to just make this thing, to fire up Unity and to to move a little model of their son around and light it and tween it? And how do you feel?
0: Sunday, the 30th of July at 10.44 p.m. Hey, Pippin. Yeah, I knew that
1: was coming. (laughs) I opened the door and it's only fair. Um, You know, I just did a run, and this discovery you made makes the game in the upper li- limits about 15, 20 uh, minutes. And indeed, you can skip over the <laughs> you can skip over the credits if you want. You can sort of write your own ending. And uh, how do I feel? I mean. It's upsetting and weird, uh, of course, and those are not very helpful adjectives, but those are the neighborhood I think you and I are both in. Um, That Temple of God chapter was extra, you know, hair on the back of my neck standing up because the previous um, chapter that you can't skip over, Dehydration, uh, it had been a while since I had played the game Vanilla, uh, but the Joel asset was completely gone, which made it uh, I mean upsetting is the word, but it's just, it's just it just it made it land in a way that's uh, haunting, you know, man, the vocabulary is so limited, but you know, where the dad is giving a juice box to Joel that there's nothing there to catch it. and then this happens in the other, uh, chapter you're talking about, and of course it happens ultimately in the story. So how it all makes me feel? I'm still, and we still have some time left on the tape about <laughs> about the length of uh, you know one of the speedruns of this game, and I'll continue to muddle and process and think. And uh, I mean, it makes sense. This is so jarring because of what it's about, and what it's about on another level is just how this is a game about time being. Precious, uh, so I'm still thinking about it. Um, to react to something you said before earlier, message you know, is it it kosher or interesting? I mean, there are all sorts of categories for speedruns. Um, you know, I'm sure you've seen this whole any percent thing um, that pop up in other games, just these sort of like unspoken agreements. Like, I saw there was a one, a run through for the original Metroid that was like, well, this is the time you can get, the best time you can get and there's another run you can do if you choose to save the animals at the end. And so I think you know, I don't know if there's some sort of branching path here you and I want to do for the remaining time. Uh, I mean there's nothing we can do that will save Joel, but seeing him disappear um, you know, obviously none of this is as intended. Um, but does this tell us anything about speed running? Um
0: I'm sure it does. Monday, the 31st of July at 11.31am. Oh, hi. I guess you're not there. Does speedrunning
2: that dragon cancer tell us anything about speedrunning? Definitely. I mean, we know it does. Uh, It's been telling us things. Uh, One of the things I actually looked at uh, in my PhD, and something I'm still thinking about right now, is how much... The ways that a game resists or contradicts uh, a form of play tells you a lot about the game, and that's true at sort of technical and philosophical uh, storytelling levels. So, you know, the ways in which that dragon cancer is hard to speedrun tells us things about that dragon cancer, but it also tells us things about speedrunning and what speedrunning is kind of about, maybe what it needs, uh, maybe about what it needs to be enjoyable. Uh, and one of the things that my brain keeps returning to is is control, uh, which is something you don't have in that Dragon Cancer, and that makes a lot of sense narratively. Uh, but I think in most popular speedrunning um, categories and games, a big part of the idea is that you have near constant input so that you are swaying what happens kind of maximally and therefore have maximum chance to demonstrate finesse or glitch finding And you know the the more input you can provide into a game the more likely you'll be able to find some sort of a glitch as well, right? Uh, But in that dragon cancer As we know we're kind of clicking in between tweens of the camera animation triggers audio triggers Uh, There's not a lot of chance. I think for a deconstructive run unless It's possible to kind of click certain hotspots uh, early or something to trigger later events, um, earlier than they should be. So we're probably looking at finesse, um, which is what I've kind of been... what I've ended up pursuing uh, with the three levels that we're looking at. Uh, And it's interesting to me, I think, that unlike in other speedrunning games, uh, finessing uh, that Dragon Cancer (laughs) looks like um, bad play, like bad parenting you, you look like a a not good person a not competent person because you're rushing through um these scenarios, whereas you know in half life two or Conan or whatever, going fast looks like you're good at what you're doing um, so I think that that's kind of intriguing, so what I'm really doing is drilling on the other two scenes, having kind of done with Temple of God. So on hospital time I've got a 3.52 uh, and dehydration currently I've got a 5.46. Largely this is based around memorizing cues and triggers trying to understand what causes a scene uh, to progress you know when to look at the doorway when to listen to the dog's heart how fast can you stop listening to the dog's heart when should you order the food etc etc. Uh, what kind of times are you getting I'm I'm curious about whether they're basically identical or not, um, and whether there's just not a lot of wiggle room in what you can do, and there's just sort of an optimal path, um, or maybe you've found something uh, amazing that you would like to tell me about so that I can
0: incorporate it into my movement tech. Monday, the 31st of July at 1.55 p.m. Um, Hey, Pippin, something amazing.
1: Nothing that pertains to this game. I mean, you know, life is amazing and it's, uh, incredible. Any of us are here and, you know, we find like-minded people and, you know, that's kind of an amazing thing, but specific to that dragon cancer, no, uh, I mean, my times are clocking in just around the same as you. I do plan before our time is up, um to do a capture and to submit my playthrough um, unless you'd like to do the same. Um, Cause I think <clears throat> your times are slightly better than mine uh, to speedrun.com and just sort of see, you know, what this arbiter of uh, this playstyle we're doing, what they make of this uh, pursuit. I have a feeling it'll be a pretty binary thing of just accepting it because we did it. And why well, I think through it any further than that. But yeah, um, you know, some games just have ceilings. You know, I was watching another uh, couple of video essays or whatever it is we call it on YouTube. There was just this this thing explaining after some pretty impressive number crunching after decades of turning Super Mario Brothers inside out, uh, the community has decided that 4 minutes and 54 seconds is the perfect playthrough and nothing better is even possible. So uh, I'm not sure if I have anything amazing I can add to that Dragon Cancer other than I'm not sure why I was convinced Joel was in the chapter last night. I played through it again today, and I even looked up some videos and obviously uh his presence in the game looms so large, but i you know i I remembered wrong, so it happens but like yourself, you know my mind has been turning to control a lot uh with this game, uh both what you're saying but also specifically the uh <laughs> 2006 Adam Sandler movie Click, which is sort of a overly obvious cautionary tale about the ways we can lose touch with reality, or the sort of you know bad parenting you're talking about, or just being generally you know checked out, or sort of uh, living life on autopilot thanks to technology, but. You know, maybe what we're learning here is really you can't push past the text of the game, or it's some fantasy that you can escape what a game is about, you know, even if a playthrough becomes totally unrecognizable uh, the game is the game, but also like there are ceilings because games used to contain secrets, and sort of that used to be very miraculous too, you know pre-internet, how did any of us find these things? Or like, I refer back to that God of War video that we found earlier, where that Satvara person came in from the shadows with an unmatched global record that disappeared, and uh, you know, I've mentioned in the past with these conversations, I have an interest in small moments done well, and I wonder, in the context of speedruns, what that means. You know, is it the small moment, is the small moment the complete and absolute subversion? Or is that half of it or is the other half like the synapse perfect execution where you're not really playing the game but the game is sort of playing you? Like I'm not convinced that this sort of um, maximalized, optimized play is the essence of a game but maybe let's us look at something different and I guess I would just say You know, that's sort of the point of uh, what we're doing and uh, hoping to look at and continue to look at this season. So, um, as always, I don't have any answers. I'm in the questions game, but I am thinking it through and I wonder. And uh, that's it for now. Bye.
0: Monday, the 31st of July at 2.31 p.m. Monday, the 31st of July at 8:10 p.m. David
2: uh Pippin for the last time on that Dragon Cancer. Uh earlier today I did a full run um timing it with live split the uh the timing software on my Windows machine and from clicking new game through to ending Back on the menu after the game is finished, I clocked in at 14 minutes 6 seconds point 11, um, and I'm certain it's possible to go faster than that because I made a couple of small mistakes. But I don't think a ton faster than that is likely. Famous last words, and best of luck to you for your run. Um, but. You know, I've done a fair amount of exploration of the game now, and I'm not finding moments where you can really preempt it. Um, I think that there are, there are a number of things you can skip in a scene sometimes just by not activating them. Like There's usually a main through line and then some kind of peripheral stuff. Um, but yeah, once you whittle it down to that, I think it's just execution and you're not going to be saving more than a, a second or two here and there. Um, And, you know, one of the things about the run and my, you know, regrets to the extent that I have regrets about my performance is all these terrible things like, you know, oh, I feel sure that I could have made Joel's balloons pop faster so that he fell out of the sky or, you know, I wish that I had let Joel play for a fraction of a second less with the dog that he was playing with. These are the kinds of things that you're trying to to erase from your playing or all of the the kind of tender moments or the moments of care for this, you know, this poor kid. Um, so, yeah, speedrunning this game kind of sucks is uh, probably the big learning that, <laughs> that we didn't need to learn by doing it, but I do feel like I've learned more about the speedrunning mindset through this game because it forced me so hard into... Um, you know, putting on blinkers and just looking at the game as a system of, uh, you know, constructed scenes with places to click, places not to click, times to click, times not to click, um, and that was all I was trying to care about. Um, and I wanted to end on a thing that, because I've, you know, I've run the on hospital time level so many times, I've heard it many, many times because it's unskippable. Uh, which is the phone message that you listen to in that level, uh, which has the mother talking up with, you know, with hope about how Joel seems to be hearing music that she couldn't hear um, right away and that this maybe suggests that his hearing is better than it should be, given his condition. Uh, and every time I listen to, to that, i got to say, my my heart still breaks and I still, you know identify with that sense of wanting things to be okay. Uh, and it never loses its resonance, and I always listen to it, and I am amazed by the the power of that little audio file. So, you know, even when you're speedrunning,
0: you're listening. Monday, the 31st of July at 11.05 p.m.
1: Hey, Pippin, this is uh, End of the Road for us on That Dragon Cancer um I don't know that there's going to be some sort of really eloquent way I can wrap things up but I am glad if that is the word for it uh that you mentioned just a lot of the scumbag <laughs> scumbag play uh that you have to do in speed running this the I had that earlier today that experience of uh, how do I just like, like doing that you know that math on the fly of, like, how do I pop those, those balloons as fast as possible? How do I just, you know, further diminish what limited joy this game is trying to have you experience, even if it is building you up, uh, just to bum you out in the end? And I guess this was sort of the point of why I picked this, was to sort of really try um, to have a blinkered look at what speedrunning is, although I think, I don't know if that's really possible, you know, what I was talking about before, you know, how maybe what you're learning is you really can't push past the text of the game or it's some fantasy that we can escape what the game is about. It's because uh, even in the abbreviated way we're pursuing speedrunning here, you know, you still have the memory of the first playthrough, even if you try to speed past it or, uh you know close your eyes as you zip through it you know the first time you play through that dragon cancer it is awful and it's a ride uh the second time you play through it it's sort of a horror game the third time the fourth time the fifth time i mean i played close to eight hours in the time we've been doing this um maybe that's just all i can say you know can we just end on a sigh? Well, that's what
0: we're doing. Bye, Pippin. End of messages. Thank you for calling Game Thing. For more information or to leave us a voicemail, please hang up and dial GameThing.life. Goodbye.